The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to westwatwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. All right, Joe, we don't often get a chance to sit here next to each other and kind of collaborate about the episode. This was a good one. I feel like, you know, the episode is focused on the one thing that we keep saying that we've got to solve for ourselves and for others is to stop trading time for money. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Having clarity around this subject, I think, can really make the difference. Uh, Every day, you're kind of going to default and do what you've always done with your time. But you have to step back and say, what am, am I doing something that's getting me closer to or farther from financial freedom? Well, here, here's one of the things I'm going to give practically. I want, I want your opinion on this. Last week, yep. you and I sat down with a mentor. We, we were asking just his advice on different things. And one of the things that I said is I'm still struggling with. I'm struggling with breaking away from the office like this constant call to be at work, this urge, this desire to continue to want to do one more thing. And he said, Hey, I used to do that same thing. You know, 30 years ago, I'd open up a business um, every single month and I'd make $20,000, $30,000 that month on that business. And I just want to go do another one, another one, another one. And it ultimately led me to this selfish ambition that I realized was not getting me closer to spending more time either with the Lord or with my family. And those are the order in which I need to be pursuing things. And myself is, is way down the road. And I, I feel like that was a good thing for me because I spend a lot of my time every single week focused on one more thing for the opportunity in the office. And I think, you know, how am I spending my time? Is my time being better served sitting at a desk, thinking through work as compared to how do I spend more time with my family? How do I spend more time serving the Lord? Well, at the end of the day, it comes down to taking a real close look at who am I and who else can show up as my kid's dad. Well, what was one thing that happened in your life last week that um, where you got to spend your time and you felt like you were either getting closer to or further from financial freedom? I think one thing that we did, uh, we actually did this together, but we stepped into a meeting with an attorney to talk about one property that we're going to, we're looking to purchase as a short-term rental venue opportunity. And this is a little bit outside of our our normal box. We had to take some advice from these attorneys and say, are we going down the right path or not? And while I'm not sure it's going to work out (laughs) based on their feedback, it was a it was a necessary step, and it was one of those things that, had it worked out, that would have been a dramatic increase in some passive income that uh, would have gotten us way closer. Well, uh, but I would thing. say by by spending time with these attorneys instead of just trying headlong on our own to do it on our own yeah. instead of borrowing expertise from someone else, we would have spent a lot more time, no doubt, and gotten to probably the same answer, but we would have wasted it time that we couldn't spend building passive income time. We couldn't spend with our family or whatever. So I think that that is a great example. 
So I hope that you're challenging yourself on a daily basis to ask, what are you doing? How are you spending your time? And are, are, is the time that you're spending getting you closer to or further from financial freedom? Today, we lay out a very practical way. So if you're, if you're driving, get to a point where you can write down this information because we're actually going to give you a formula to follow so that you can figure out what your best nine hours are going to be each week that's getting you closer to financial freedom. With that, let's belly yeah. up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them and more importantly, take action to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan, one of your hosts. They call me the idea guy, mostly because like a follow through guy or bad internet guy didn't really sound as cool. At least it didn't to me. But enough about me. Let me introduce you to the rest of the group. Let me introduce you to my co-host, the Italian Stallion, he's got the license plate to prove it, Mr. Joey Mire. Stallion, good afternoon. Hey, 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 glad to be here. How are we going to implement getting more time to get us closer to financial freedom? How are we going to explain that today? What do you think the best thing is going to come out of your mouth today is going to be? The best thing out of my mouth? I don't, I don't know. That's, that's hard to say because I haven't said it yet, but I will say this. We're going to break it down to where you got to at least be exposed to thinking, like be critical about your time, right? Don't just accept it and default to it, right? Um, and, and here's the thing we've talked about so many times on the show, but if you truly want financial freedom, sometimes it takes really crushing your five to nine so that you can get rid of your nine to five. Mm, that was some deep thoughts, man. Thank thankfully, you. thankfully, you and I are sitting here alone with those deep thoughts. <laughs> we, we've been joined by the dream team of financial coaches. And to my left, Mr. Incredible, his superpower is speed of financial freedom. The real beauty of that speed is that it's contagious. My man, JD, say hello to your fans, JD. Hey, you know, if I were to your left, that means that you'd be to my right. And what is to my right is a wall, not you. Uh, so uh, I wish I was to your rights. Uh, you know, I don't know if y'all noticed this. Likely you haven't because um, y'all are low Ds. Uh, Ernie may have noticed, though. I have been wearing this, not the same shirt, but the same color shirt consistently for like the past two weeks. I, I have noticed trying that out you and Eminem have the same wardrobe. Yes, I'm trying out this like Steve Jobs uh, wearing the same shirt. Not That's a white shirt, shirt same, bro. Thank you. The same color shirt. I know he's he did a black shirt, but I like I like uh, the the white shirt. Um, my wife says it goes better with uh, my my skin tones, um, and uh, and so I've I've been doing that. It's actually made getting dressed in the morning a lot easier when all I have to do is go take the white shirt off the hanger and put it on. Oh my goodness! You put a you put a white t shirt on a hanger. Yeah. Excuse what me. what's the purpose of, all, of that? 
first of all, my wife does my laundry. Okay. And do you my, iron my, your shirts, your t-shirts? No, no, I don't. That's why they're on the hanger so they can get the wrinkles out. Okay. But, <laughs> but like my, my workout shirt, my t-shirts, those are folded up and put in a drawer. But like, if I'm going to wear it casually out, that, that gets hung up. Like casually, you you're saying that there was a way to dress up this white T-shirt as if it wouldn't be casual in the beginning. One million percent. I so can dress it up. So the topic today is the way you're spending your time getting you closer to financial freedom or further away. This is getting me closer. I'm 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 modeling after Stephen Jobs, right? The billionaire owner uh, used to be of Apple, right? I even have the New Balance to prove it. And um, I I would say, look, if if you're not clear on what financial freedom actually means, the answer to where you're spending your time if it's getting you closer is likely no. Um, oh my goodness. I, the only thing I can think of that has, the way that you're not having to spend your time thinking about what choices you're going to wear in the day may be allowing you more time to do other things. I will give you that. Other than that, I will go to your left the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I would have only known you earlier in my life, brother, I've been so much richer. Everybody say hello to Mr. Downtown, Ernie Brown. Hey, glad to be here. Happy as a horse. You're, if, if JD is in a white tee, you have decided to go exactly the opposite. Black long sleeve collar. Hey, this is, this is, we talked about that wealth of that wall street swag. This is a good looking jacket. It is. I'll give him that. For I sure. get lots of compliments on this thing. <laughs> I, and by the way, I, I don't like dressing up like Mr. Clean, like JD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ern, so tell me, dro drop some nuggets for me today. Like how are we going to spend our time wisely so we can get the financial freedom? Yeah. Well, man, for me participating in this inner circle round table is definitely getting me closer. But I also think there's different types of time, different, different types of time that we can spend to get closer to financial freedom. All right. So he, he just left, he just left that as an open-ended, like, tell me more. That's what I'm saying. Tell me more. Explain. I need to know. Ask me, ask me more. Well, I think, I think right, right here, this is, this is a learning time. We're, we're sitting around this virtual round table. I can't tell if you're on my left or right. I don't know. You're in front of me for all I can tell. And we're learning. This is discussion. This is a conversation. But also, man, just to be honest, anytime I get to spend time with Russ and Joey, now that we have gone virtual, it's a blessing because this is, this is a time also of being around some mentors. You can spend time with mentors. Then you need time of, of implementing, of studying. And then you need time working in your business. You also need time working on your business. And if you're going to do all that, you might need some time to rest. And all those different types of time can help you get closer to financial freedom. I, I will say this, that in the last two hours, Steve. I've spent a lot of time not getting closer to financial freedom, dealing with mundane tasks that I should not have to deal with. And mm -hmm. I, I feel the burden of that. And I can only imagine that this is a frustration point for many of us, right? That when we're, we're, we get into this busy task checklist kind of world that we don't necessarily feel any closer to, to freedom because it's just like one more, 
bomb is being dropped off in my living room, if you will, that I'm having to defuse. Mm. Not defuse. I mean, is Rudy Rudy dropping some bombs indoors these days again? (laughs) I I got my diffuser over here. (laughs) Joseph. Yes. You you said that we need to spend more time in our five to nine than our nine to five. Give me an example. I don't think you need to spend more time in four hours than you do in eight. That that would be a logical impossibility. However, I, I, I argue that point. How, what is the actual amount of work that gets accomplished between nine to five in that eight hours? What, what, how much minutes or hours do you think is actually accomplished in most people's average eight hours of work? To get to financial freedom or just in general? No, just work being accomplished for the job that they're in. How many of those minutes in that eight hours are actually put toward productive work. I mean, are we talking about my work day or yours? Talking about 15 minutes of actual work. Right. It's really, really low. That's office space, by the way. The the statistics are really, really low. I know. I I recognize it. It's super low, right? Now, but yet in the five to nine, when someone is working on their own financial freedom course, they're, they're, they're focused. I mean, because they're giving up something else that happens in that five to nine, right? Someone else typically is paying you between the nine to five. And that's when we're goofing off and things aren't as focused. But when we're between five and nine, I would argue that there is way more work in that four hours than the, in the eight hours prior. Well, I, I agree with you, but I would say this, the nine to five. You didn't agree with me a second ago. I just pointed that out. Well, you, your question was terrible. So let's no, just, let's just tell, just say terrible. that out loud. But the, in nine to five is so critical because it is the funding mechanism to your financial freedom. And if it's used wisely, it could even be a part of getting you closer to financial freedom in the way that Ernie mentioned, right? The learning times, exposure. You, you know, when, when we actually had our inner circle meeting the other day, we talked about a framework for us that I feel like is so important to help us take not only just what are we spending our time during the week, but how do we get the most incredibly important nine hours of our week on paper that we can start prioritizing the things that will get us one step closer to financial freedom? Do you want to talk about that? Well, I think that what you're saying there is that if we are given 45 hours in a week, right? I mean, that's saying eight to five, right? Right. It, and and we're, we kind of went to nine to five because we we're like, we goof off for that first hour drinking coffee and talking about ball games and other things we watched on the news for the night. But in the 45 hours in a week, right? How much of that is spent on the urgent versus the important? And what we laid out on Tuesday in the inner circle is there should be nine hours on your calendar, at least that is focused on the important. And if the important is focused on how do I become financially free, then how am I going to block that out? How am I going to take action to get there as fast as possible? And so if you're, if you're following along with me at home here, as long as you're not driving, draw a box with nine, nine boxes within it, right? 
I'm thinking, what was the little comedy show where people were, or not the comedy show, but the little game show where people, it was nine boxes and people were within, in, in the, within each box. Nine the boxes. The price is right. The price is wrong, man. The, okay. At the top of the one on the left, you got 90 minutes. The one in the middle, you got 60 minutes. And the one on the far column on the far right has 30 minutes. Go through and figure out what you can do next week that would that would take 90 minutes that you could focus on for 90 minutes. that would help you become financially free. What, what's the second thing you can do for 90 minutes? What's the third thing you can do for 90 minutes? And then did the same thing for 60 and 30. When you fill that out, you got nine hours worth of important things that could be done to get you closer to financial freedom. Now that may wait, be wait, 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 make this practical, Russ, make this practical. And Ernie, I want you to, to kind of take what we just laid out that framework and apply a specific one of these these times that you mentioned earlier, like the learning, the exposure, the relational, all those, apply that. Like, is there something that you could put into a 90-minute spot that would fit into one of those things? Just as an example, give people some clarity on this. Sure. We'll start with the, the easy one. Right now, you're listening to a podcast, and it's going to be about 30 minutes. That listening learning, getting exposed to new ideas. I mean, just example, I was talking to a guy today who said, I just listened to this podcast on uh, purchasing proper properties subject to. That's amazing. I was like, that is amazing. I got really excited about that too. And I went and looked back up for him, the Wealth of That Wall Street podcast that we, we talked about that idea. And I sent him four podcasts. Those are going to be about 30 minutes each. That's about a month's worth of podcasts if you're going to be exposed to that idea. You could you could fill up your little tic-tac-toe square in that 30-minute spot with those podcasts getting exposed to that idea. 100%. Yeah, so just listening to podcasts could be an easy thing to put in there. And by the way, does that not happen on your way to work sometimes? Mm. So that, talking about your five to nine, we're also talking about the, you know, seven to nine, whatever your drive time, getting into work, whatever, or, or driving home, that's a place where you can park that. What's another example we could throw in like a 60 minute spot. Um, JD, if you're thinking about like learning exposure, relational mentors, um, execution time, give me an example of something like that. Um, you know, I, mentor thing is something that I think is interesting or, or coaching, you know, so being able to spend 60 minutes with a coach to help you see your blind spots, right. To help you get clarity on, um, uh, where you're going and, and the choices that you're making and are those choices aligning with where you're going. You know, we, we, you know, one of the things that I heard when I first started in this industry, which I thought was really fascinating is never be your own financial advisor, right. Mm. Because you're emotionally drawn to your own finances. Right. Uh, and so you want somebody else to help you be able to see things in your situation that you couldn't see yourself. And so having a coach is so valuable and so helpful because they can help you see your blind spots. You know, one of the, the quotes that I got from actually our passive income mastermind that we did uh, out in Tennessee, which I thought was so huge is that clarity is the mother of mastery. And I've been talking about clarity in the last three podcasts that we've done, because I think clarity is so important. And I think the reason why I've been talking about it the most as well is because it's something that I'm, I'm working through myself, like personally with just my own life and what we're doing is trying to get more and more and more clear on what it is that we're doing and where we're going. Um, because once you have that clarity, it makes decision-making so much easier. 
right? No doubt. Uh, so the 60 minute, I think an example, just to come back to that question would be uh, like meeting with a coach, for example, would, would be a, a good 60 minute slot. I just read this comment. It was so drawing joy. I wanted to share it. I realized that my time is not really mine. It's my company's. Now I have to stop negotiating my time for money and I need to start working to become financially free. That's exactly how I felt when my daughter Adler asked me on the way to school, dad, can you pick me up from school today? And I had to say, no, baby, I have to go to work. That's where I drew the line. In order for you to be clear on the things you need to do and stop doing and to know who you need to become so that you can stop trading time for money, join us right now at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Now let's get back to this episode. To your your point, you said we should never be our own coach or own advisor or whatever. I'm actually meeting with Joey tomorrow. Like I'm having him go through my stuff. Mm. I may have to yeah, come back yeah. and ask you guys' opinion afterwards, but I'm still doing it. You definitely should. You definitely should be me. Uh, I'll, I'll throw my 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 name in the hat there, Mister Incredible. Just so you know. But the point is, is that I I truly like I I get too close to things, and I need him to pick it apart. And I know that he is objective enough to be able to say, "Hey, you know, why are you thinking about doing this, or why are you doing this? Why haven't you done that?" Yeah, and it's. There, there's we, we get we get going and we allow busyness the urgency to overtake the importance right the yeah. things that are yeah. important and i i would say a, a thing that we should be applying is setting time out in our week just to do this and you know what i think if once you do this over and over again it's going to take you 30 minutes or less i bet you the first time you do it though it's going to take you every bit of 90 minutes just to plan out the nine hours. Because yes. I think you're going to, you're going to struggle initially trying to figure out what are going to go in all those nine boxes. You're just you're trying to say, what, what is it that I could do for 90 minutes that would get me closer to financial freedom? I mean, most of Russ and Joey's podcasts are 40 minutes, but the way that I listen to them at 1.5 speak, because that's the way I should, because these guys talk too slow. It only takes 30. So what am I going to do? I mean, I, listening to podcasts really in 30 minutes is a 30-minute thing. Just because you listen to three of them doesn't make it 90 minutes, right? So what am I going to do for 90 minutes, Joey, that's going to help me get closer to financial freedom? I believe one of those may be just planning out the week. Yeah. But I want to I wanna add in one of the things that's one of my favorites is networking, and if you're involved in the, the journey towards financial freedom and you discover that, man, real estate is a part of my strategy, whether it be short-term rentals, long-term rentals, flips, uh, whatever it may be, then, man, there are meetup groups that are going to be roughly 60 to 90 minutes that are free in your area that you could go ahead and put on your counter that are after hours. Or maybe during lunch, there are virtual meetups. There are all sort of things like that that you could start to network. And man, how many times have we spoken to somebody on our podcast and they say, oh man, um, I met this guy at a meetup or at a group or I, I heard them speak and then I went up and offered my service to help you know them and it in turn taught me all I needed to know. Those things are so powerful 
because people are powerful in your life and, and their influence on it. So, man, I, I just think attending some sort of a networking event or putting yourself in position to network with others in the vein in which you feel like you're, you're leading could be super valuable. How long do you think that we should spend? How long would someone expect to spend networking with someone? Well, I think it depends. Oh, I mean, I'm putting it under the 90 minute spot, by the way. That's what I was thinking because the events are typically an hour and then you got 30 minutes after people are, you know, mixing and mingling. But here, here's the thing. The question you didn't ask that I thought you had asked is how much time should you spend networking? And the problem, the, the way I answer that is, is man, where are you at in the journey of financial freedom? Are you at the very beginning where you need to spend time being exposed to ideas and educated, right? If, if that's the case, it may be a little bit less networking and more time just education, like taking in information from various sources. And then once you then start to feel like, okay, I have some direction on where I want to start, you know, growing passive income, then maybe networking becomes a lot more of your time because then it's all about who can I work with? Okay. And you see what I'm saying? Like, let let me, let me, let me ask the question because I'm just saying that I am the opposite of you. Like every time the the idea of going to a networking event came up my cat needed to be washed you know like um i, I hey, needed an opportunity too. to uh, build a fort in the woods um with the neighbor like i needed to find something else to do that had is nothing to do with networking because all i could feel of going to a networking event is like people passing cards and trying to you know, like get to business. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. This is just not me. So uh, what I would say to that is if you have that same feeling is how could I network more strategically, maybe not show up to an event that may not have people that I want to network with. Right. Cause a lot of times, unfortunately the networking events that I've ever went to with you, Joey, cause that's the only time I went that the people there were in worse situations than we were. <laughs> and I'm like, how, am I, how are these people helping us? Right. And, and that was really bad. Like, I mean, you, you had to really struggle back in those days to be worse off than the two of us knuckleheads. So I, I, what I learned is that there was a way to meet with people one-on-one and ask them about their business. So I would call really smart people. Now we do it on podcasts, right? We, we've gotten much more strategic in this, but back in those days, we didn't even know what podcast was. We would call people and say, hey, would you mind meeting me for coffee or, or lunch or whatever? I really want to learn about your business because I have people all the time asking me, um, hey, um, I need help with filling the blank and I want to have a Rolodex of people that I feel confident to be able to refer them to. You mind coming and sharing with me your business and so I can get to know you better. So I'll feel confident when that opportunity comes, I can share with them. Those, those responses were really high, by the way. So I got the yes. most qualified person to talk to one-on-one. And so you might need to take 60 minutes to come up with a list of all the people that you think would be a humongous benefit to you that could help you get further and closer to financial freedom, create your list. 
And then maybe you have another 60 minutes where you start reaching out to these people and buying them coffee, buying them lunch. These people will come, especially if they think you will refer business to them. And I hope you will refer business. I was honest every time I, I wanted to send people business and I, I have, I've sent lots of business to these people down the road. Which but, I, I think it's interesting just real quick as we're talking about like how we're spending time and if that's getting us closer or further away to financial freedom. Right. And, and all these things are phenomenal ideas. I think what's fascinating about what we're doing is we're organizing this before executing. Mm. Right. And, and I think organization is such an important part of this. And oftentimes what people do is I think they just go out there and kind of wing it. Right. They go out there and, and they have a general idea of what they want. So they just start winging it and they start chasing after all of these different shiny objects, thinking that they're getting closer to financial freedom when they don't know what direction they're actually going. Right. And so the fact that we're teaching how to organize your, your, your week, right. With the most important nine hours so that it's targeted and focused specifically on what steps are you going to take to actually get to financial freedom is so crucial because what does organization do? It reduces stress, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does, it does for me. And when I'm not organized, I feel like things are chaotic and, and I, I am, I am now stressed. When it creates clarity, which is what we've, we've been talking about, even you'd said earlier. So with clarity and reducing stress, how much more can you get accomplished? And then you're going to jump in there. You got cut off. Yeah. I was just thinking in light of that, I think that's, wow, such a valuable point is nothing crushes motivation. Nothing stops forward progress than exerting a bunch of energy and not getting any results. Oof. Right. I mean, listening to this, we're thinking about doing all these things, spending our margin time and our five to nine, doing more work. <laughs> How valuable is it to know that the work that you put in is going to create something for you in the future? Well, well you just it's, it's something for you is it's buying back the nine to five time. So like, what does that really mean? You tell me. Well, I want to know. You're the one that keeps saying it. What do you mean by that? If you wisely use the time that you're given, the margin time, as you mentioned, outside of what you're required to build financial freedom, that means to build passive income, then you no longer have to go for nine to five every day on somebody else's time clock. You now have that time back yourself to whether it is, as uh, Russ is talking about busting something over there, um, whatever you choose to do at that time is yours. It's no longer, mm. I have to go to work. I choose to do with what I want with this nine to five. So here, here's something I would add practically to this is that we, one of the big takeaways that I had from that same event, JD, where you said clarity is the mother of mastery also what came out of that is what you track grows, but what you track and report grows exponentially. That's right. And I, I, I think that when you create a plan of action that I'm going to put this nine hours to work, then I want to have a measurable result that I'm trying to get to initially it can't be passive income, right? Cause if I have zero passive income, I'm just trying to get off the mat. Right. I'm just trying to get to the first hundred dollars or five hundred dollars or whatever it is. I can't track that because otherwise it would take me a while to put a number on the board and it would be defeating. 
So what is the first step that I can measure? Can I measure how many calls I made to people who I think I could gain experience from, right? Could I, could I measure how many podcasts that I, I listened to that specifically were on a subject matter that was close to my investor DNA so that way I could learn and gain experience as much as I could from that specific thing, right? Yeah. Can I measure how much time I spent trying to get all my money out of these things that are not accessible to me in, in a typical day and organize that money in a way that I'm, I'm able to take action when I, opportunity presents itself? Could I take time measuring how many dollars that I've been able to retrieve that otherwise had been leaking through my hands, right? Like we need to measure something and then turn around and report on it to others. That's right. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, you know, again, this, I, I love this because it's, it's taking a big uh, idea and it's also taking, you know, 40 hours and condensing it into, um, you know, your most important nine hours, if you will, like the, the things that are really going to move the rock, the, the boulder, the, 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 the idea or the thought or the, 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 uh, the thing forward. And, um, you know, the thing, the, you know, the thing. And if you think about it, like, like, like say Q3 or Q4 or Q1, whenever you're going to start is if you do it in chunks like that and then figure out like, so for example, let's say you have no passive income, you're at zero. The first thing I would do is I'd map it out and say, I want to get to 25%. What can I do to get to 25% of passive income? 25 of, my month, of your monthly expenses and passive income. Gotcha. So, okay. so for example, if my monthly expenses are $5,000, right, I need to get to $1,250 of, of, of passive income. So that's my first benchmark. So, so once, and again, it's all about clarity, right? Once I'm clarity, or clear with that, not clarity, once I'm clear with that, now what I need to do is figure out what I need to start doing, what I need to stop doing, right? And then I need to map out all the things I need to get figured out in terms of where do I need to spend my time? I need to organize that and then just start taking actionable steps in order to get there. It doesn't have to be so overwhelming and so hard to get to, to, to do. But I think because there's so much information out there that we get so overwhelmed by what to do and what, I don't even know what I'm saying now, about what to do and where to start. There's the what right there, okay? Yeah. That we don't actually start at all. We just sit there paralyzed, not knowing what to do. That's the importance of creating that that little chart right there, right? Having three columns with three rows, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, and 30 minutes in it. If you will spend time today or tomorrow planning out next week, planning out just nine hours, most important nine hours you can spend next week to get you one step closer to financial freedom. If you will plan that out, and then execute on that nine hours next week, you will have a measurable result. You will be closer to where you want to be. That's what you're saying. I think a lot of times it's theory, it's conceptual. We get on this podcast, we pontificate about ideas, but there's nothing tangible to go take action on. Well, here's one thing. This is a tangible thing that you can go do right now, right? That's right. All right, that's where we're well, I want to add this to it real quick. The, the issue of this is we talk about infinite banking. We talk about compound interest, don't we? We talk about the power of it. It's never something that is super sexy in the first two years, three years, five years even. But later on, how powerful is it whenever those dollars continue to just compound on each other? Well, I want to apply that 
to financial freedom and taking very small steps consistently in the direction of financial freedom, I would say that those things compound as well. And we've seen it. We've seen the guy that wakes up at 4 a.m. and he says, man, I'm going to put in two hours of work before I go to work on my land flipping business because I'm going to trade 10 hours this week for 40 hours of the rest of my life. Now, what's, what kind of return on his time is that? If I could do two or three years of 10 hours a week to trade off for those 40 hours for the rest of my life, there, that is an absurd return on time. And just stay consistent. Those who just like rush out and do something quick and easy and they think that they're going to you know, get the silver bullet and become financially free, they're sprinting sort towards something. No, this is something you got to take one small step over and over and over again, and it will lead to financial success. Parting words, Ernie. Well, I love how practical it is. It's, it's even more practical when you know the target. We, we, know, we know what action we need to take when we know how much passive income we need to create. Even more tangibly, when we know what 25% of that is as the first target. And you know that when you know what your monthly expenses are. You know how much passive income you need when you're really clear on what you need to cover. So one more thing we could add to that box is figure out what you need to create. Is that a 30-minute deal? Do you need to pull, pull your spouse aside and really dig in and figure it out? And, and I love to take action on time when you know what you're aiming at. Mm, last good. thought, Mr. Incredible. Uh, last thought is, and again, this, this just came from, from that event that we did, is that your cadence is your credibility and your cadence comes from your time. And so how and where you spend your time matters, right? In other words, because we can say all day long that we want these things, but if we're not spending our times pushing that ball forward to get there, we don't really want it. Um, I heard a, a mentor of mine told me one time, he said, look, you can tell a lot about a person by where they spend their time and where they spend their money. So show me their calendar and show me their checkbook and I'll tell you everything you need to know about that person. Mm. And um, because those are the two, two most valuable resources that we have. And I think it's important that we just take an inventory of those things and, and, and you know, really look in the mirror and say, okay, is this really what I want? And if it's not, that's okay but just be honest about it. But if it is right now, let's put a game plan and an action uh, in, uh, um, in place to, to actually go, go do those things. I love it. Well, here's your opportunity. Take action, write out these three boxes, create three 90 minute, 60 minute and 30 minute actions that you can do next week. I'd love for you to take action on that. If you haven't already joined our community, go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash passport. Not only will it give you access to the community, but then you can go to the courses tab and take the first step on the way to financial freedom, which is having clarity. But also I'd love for you to not only post the things that you're learning in that, but post next week's, post next week's best nine hours for you in there. Like let us be the people that you're reporting to. Because I, as we said before, what you track will grow, will get closer to the things that you want and the things that you track and report on will grow exponentially. We thank you for listening to this podcast. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset. 
and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.